This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. to go after President Biden by using the Justice Department if Trump wins re-election next year. The former president made this pledge earlier this week after his arraignment in the classified documents case. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States of America, Joe Biden. Well, the yeah. New York Times points out, quote, Mr. Trump's promise fits into a larger movement on the right to gut the FBI, overhaul a Justice Department conservatives claim has been weaponized against them. By electing Donald Trump, by sending a letter <laughs> 10 days before the election, reopening an investigation, mm-hmm. which should have never been sent. Yeah, Boy, they weaponized it against Hillary Clinton. Also, I, I just by, by leaking a different story from the New York of office of the FBI every other day about Hillary Clinton. Of course. And these these jackasses are now saying, oh, oh, it was weaponized against us in 2000. No, it wasn't. The FBI elected Donald Trump and Donald Trump even admitted that after he got elected in private conversations. He said it would have never gotten elected if things didn't break exactly how they'd broken. And you could have had the election on 10 days. I would have lost on nine of those days. But everything lined up with a letter perfectly. What did Aristotle say to Socrates? No, don't. Don't. don't, Now you're just making shit. Yes. Oh, no. Listen, I, it's a bit more eloquent than the original Greek. Yes, I know. But, I, you know, I, I have, I've got to brush up on my Greek. The other thing that's funny about it is that you've got it's like, do you have weaponized the DOJ and the FBI? You have weaponized it. And so now Trump says, we're going to go after Joe Biden with the FBI and the DOJ. It's like there, nobody recognizes the, the obvious irony and hypocrisy of kind of accusing the, the Democrats of weaponizing and basically very baldly saying, we will use the DOJ and the FBI. Well, but, 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 you know, the thing is. Like, this story is not breaking news. Is I, I I hate to beat this horse, but I'm going to again. Ten days before the 2020 election, yeah. Donald Trump was screaming at his attorney general to arrest his opponent, Joe Biden, and the entire family. He was saying it publicly that Barr is needed it. to arrest Joe Biden and Joe Biden's family. I don't Republicans. They're not just defending Trump. They're going after the DOJ, sort of exactly the plan of Steve Bannon a few years ago. Remember when Steve Bannon was first on the scene, you know, let's blow the whole thing up. When you're seeing elected Republicans who have been in office for years taking on the DOJ, making arguments that they know aren't true, what's their plan? So distrust across the American people? 
Well, it's interesting that you bring up Steve Bannon because, you know, he he advises a number of these Republicans behind the scenes and they appear on his show uh, in which they discuss, you know, some of these very tactics that they use then on the floor of Congress and in their committees. Um, but, yes, I mean, one of the things is to is to blow up. Uh, the public confidence in the justice system and in institutions at large. In this case, uh, the idea is to attack the FBI and the Justice Department as uh, as, har- as harsh as they can um, and to take whatever steps possible to make it unpleasant to ever bring charges against Donald Trump again or continue with the cases. And if that means issues, issuing subpoenas, hauling in various uh, FBI uh, officials to answer questions, restricting funds. Those are the steps they're going to take. I mean, the latest thing they're going to do is to try to uh, block funding for a new FBI headquarters in retaliation uh, for this case being brought. And so they're trying to make it as painful as possible. And they're acting, you know, sort of as a as a as a defense counsel in, in the Hall of Congress for Donald Trump. But what do you think happens when you get into office? Like if you're, you're, you're talking about your uncle who's assassinated and you believe the intelligence agencies were a part of that, what happens to you? Well, I got to be careful. I mean, I'm aware of that and I'm not, you know, I, I'm aware of, the, of that danger and, you know, I don't live in fear of it, um, you know, at all. But I'm not stupid about it, and I take precautions. He, no, he didn't. I sent it to him, and I think he thumbs up. I read that in an interesting uh, article about Willie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> RFK is still the guy who was originally boosted by Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon does not want what's best for the Democratic Party. He also doesn't want what's best for the for the country. I know there are people on the right who might say that that's wrong, but I'm telling you that that's certainly how we feel here. And when you say that his positions are really interesting, last week he came on with Neil Cavuto and he said, we killed 350,000 Ukrainian kids for a sham, something like that. They are going and fighting, believing that they're fighting for their nation. Thank God Neil fact-checked him and said, no, it's actually the Russians that are, kill- or that are killing the Ukrainians. His position on that war is more than fringe. It's more than cuckoo. It is so out of step with what's going on. The His reality- son is fighting in that war against the Russians. D- does that does that make what he said accurate? No, it, may, it makes it makes his it makes voice him even more insane. To. In fact, I think you just don't like it because he's anti-war. No, I, you I, are I would a love pro-war it if we person. That's why you're wearing red. What? Yeah, just just say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RFK is not. Friday, 16 June, Year of Our Lord, 2023, the day of the uh, march uh, to Dodger Stadium. We'll get into all that. We got a lot to go through on economics, capital markets, uh, the war in Ukraine, the Chinese Communist Party, cyber attacks. But we're going to start with the war against the administrative state. This is the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. Um, right there, you see uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. with Joe Rogan yesterday talking about uh, direct, you know, l- linking in the CIA to the assassination of his uncle which is breathtaking in and of itself to have a a direct descendant uh, talk about the CIA assassinating President Kennedy, really the start, you know, 22 November in the year of our Lord, 1963. 
the curtain kind of came down on uh, American greatness and what you saw, except for some blips with President uh, Reagan, uh, the, um, the great twilight descend upon us by the administrative state when we became a country that did not elect our officials, but they were selected by a Praetorian Guard. Yes, we're going there. Um, this war is deep against the administrative state. We talked about the New York Times article yesterday. We had Jeff Clark on. We had Russ Vogt. Uh, Charlie Savage, Maggie Haberman, Jonathan Swan are getting to the heart of it. Uh, this is a war about this out-of-control, deep-state, administrative state. Right now, you understand, we're going to play clips throughout the day. They understand this thing with on Trump and, and the indictments backfiring on them. The American people are not buying it. There's, uh, as I said, take the moral high ground, then unite the Republican Party or those elements that can be united, and then uh, burn the Biden crime syndicate down to the waterline. Uh, and we're doing all three here nonstop. In fact, I want to go to uh, Ben Burkwam is in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, n- normally when we go to Ben Burkwam, Ben Burkwam's in the middle of either the Darien Gap or he's in somewhere in northern Mexico. He's in some illegal alien camp. You know, normally you would think today that he'd be with Michael Yan and Todd Benzman in these, what is it, the colonias, these colonies that are set up now all in the United States with hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens that have basically taken cartel money with local developers, Americans, that have sold them and, and they've set up these sanctuary cities or these no-go zones that they're running it. No. We have Ben Burkwam in Arkansas today, and he's not there on a day of rest. You know, Ben has moved the family to Arkansas to get to the more of the heartland of this country. But Ben is on assignment today. Garrett Ziegler is now in the courthouse down there, and they are grilling in a deposition of, wait for it, Hunter Biden. With Hunter Biden's, what is it, the baby mama and not paying the money to the stripper uh, et cetera, et cetera, stripper slash, I don't know, softball player, volleyball player, whatever she is. Uh, Burkwam, uh, where are you? Uh, put us, give us a geo, you know, geosynchronized where we are. Because throughout the day, Garrett Ziegler of Marco Polo and, and the guy that's gone through the Hunter Biden laptop is in the deposition with his lawyers. Walk us through where exactly you are and what's happened this morning so far. Uh, hey, Steve, I'm outside the building, this, uh, Stevens building. Uh, this is in downtown Little Rock. So we actually were here. Obviously, you're, we're talking about the, the case here is talking about this London Roberts uh, case against Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden wants to lower the alimony that he's given 20000 a month uh, to this London Roberts, as you mentioned. And uh, and and. Hunter does wants to lower it. She doesn't want it lowered. And so we're here not for that. We're here to question him on everything else. You know, it's interesting. You played that opening clip. And then with your opening monologue, they are scared to death. They're scared to death of RFK. They're scared to death of you. They're scared to death of the American people. And they're scared to death that we're going to see that the mainstream media is going to be seen for the corrupt water treaders that they are for these for these tyrants for these traitors of America. And that's really what we're out here for. I was actually here on the ground. I'm out in front of the building right now. This is a large building, has many entrances. And not surprisingly, when Hunter showed up, it was just a few minutes ago, he got whisked in the back. He was here with the motorcade, Secret Service motorcade, four vehicles. Uh, I chased him down, down the sidewalk, hoping to be able to question him. Uh, but not surprisingly, you know, these elitists, they, they go in the back door and they come out the back door and they avoid any questions. But that's the question is, how much money did you receive? Was the the five million to your dad from Burisma, was that bribery to protect your crimes? 
Was Obama aware of this? How involved was Obama? How many other Democrats are aware of, uh, in, involved with this? Are we in Ukraine now because of the bribery that you received, that Joe received from Burisma? Uh, and, and does Zelensky know it? Are, are you being held hostage, basically? Are we being held hostage? The American taxpayers being held hostage because you received money, bribes from a foreign power? Uh, th this is just the beginning of the questioning, not even getting into China. This is the most corrupt family in America, and I'm the only media out here. We had one guy from the AP that was out here, but other than that, nobody seems to care. Ben, I, I want you to just hit rewind for a second. I want this audience to fully embrace, as American taxpayers, a motorcade of Secret Service. You have a scumbag. That is no better than a feral dog. Hit rewind on that. Tell them about the motorcade and about your tax dollars. We're protecting, you're protecting uh. Hunter Biden against Ben Burkwam's camera. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> I'm the only media out here, and these guys are spending your millions of dollars on your taxpayer money to protect this scumbag, Hunter Biden, and the family. Um, I, I was shocked when I saw it. I was like, okay, he's going to come in in an SUV. He's probably going to sneak in the back doors. They probably have a back entrance for him. And then I saw motorcade vehicle one, and then I saw two. I'm running down the sidewalk, three, four. That is what your tax dollars are being used to protect Hunter Biden from his baby mama and alimony. Rather than just saying, yeah, I'm going to pay this. This is what's ironic about this. I mean, think about this. The guy claims he gets his income from artwork, which is an absolute sham on its face. And this guy can't even pay the alimony to his stripper girlfriend that he had a child with in order to not have this fiasco. So he uses your tax dollars to bring a Secret Service motorcade to Little Rock, Arkansas. I, it's just, I mean, it's it's hilarious if, if it wasn't oh, it, so hang, shameful. Hang on. Oh, it's not. It's 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 sick. Uh, also, remember, the DNA tests have proven that the little girl, uh, the little girl, it's no yeah. fault of her own, uh, you know, who her father is, the little girl or Poor her thing. mother is, the little girl is, is, is the, the one that, you know, Dr. Jill Biden, who's embracing all the children, right? We've got to have progressive yes. gay pride day at the desecration of the White House, embracing all the little children. Yes. She won't embrace her yes. own granddaughter. She will not embrace her own granddaughter. Okay, Ben, uh, remember... In 2016, the first part of the exercise was to burn the Clintons down to the waterline and make sure that when the American people went into a polling booth, they would throw up in their mouth before they would vote for Hillary Clinton. The same exercise today. We're going to expose the Bidens for the feral dogs they are. We don't care where we got to go or what we got to look at. We're going to curate it all. Ben Burkwam in Little Rock, Arkansas. As today we go on offense against the Biden crime syndicate. All next in the world. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS 
Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar. More and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, I'm going to get back to Burkwam in a second. We got Paul Dan from Heritage. He's going to talk about the staffing up, the, the, the undercard of the article in the New York Times yesterday about, um, about Russ Vogt and, um, and Jeff Clark and what we're doing on this. is also about the staffing up and hitting, hitting the beachhead uh, in the first days of sec- uh, Trump's second term. And Paul Dan's, um, who works with Johnny over at the, this Heritage operation that's doing this, is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Burkwam, stay right there. We're going to go back to Burkwam. Ben Burkwam is live in Little Rock, Arkansas. As we, uh, as we're going to, um, we're going to deconstruct the Biden crime family and all the money they've taken from our enemies, all the money they've taken from foreign nationals, all how they've sold out the United States. How do I know this? Blinken right now is en route to kowtow to the Chinese Communist Party. The, one of the most humiliating, I'm not the most humiliating meeting. It, it may, we may have had some more humiliating meetings around the surrender in Vietnam and the killing of 25 or 30 million people in Southeast Asia when the Democratic Party ran away and just left these people to devil catch the hindmost. We may have had more humiliating meetings then, but this at least is the most humiliating in the last 30 or 40 years. Uh, complete kowtow. But we're on a 30-front war this afternoon at 6. I'm going to have Ken Buck, Congressman Ken Buck, on here to talk about the, the, stop the performance on faking cutting the budget and what needs to be done. He's a budget hawk. He's a deficit hawk. We're going to get to the details. The battle continues about controlling the House floor. To control the House floor, we have to control the House. And let me tell you, we've opened up another front on this 30-front war. We had North Carolina and Ohio right in our hands to pick up five or six seats just because of a shift in demographics and control of state legislatures that got chop blocked last week by Kavanaugh and Roberts, the Chevy Chase justices, the cocktail party, Georgetown cocktail party Republicans chop blocked us. More bad news. Politico's, I've been telling you about this, Politico's lead story this morning, the lead story is they're belly laughing now because of Wisconsin and New York. Alex DeGrasse, you're going to hopefully join us in more detail this afternoon or tomorrow. But give me a heads up, a headline on this, because this is deeply disturbing, where they're now going to try, they're going to try to flip the house on uh, on these changes. What's going on? Hey, Steve, thanks. How's it going? Great to be here, just on the road. So it's big news, and we've been talking about it on the board. I mean, I, I think I previewed this months ago, Democrats taking another bite at these state courts. It's total lawfare, just like they're doing with President Trump. They've got Mark Elias on this thing. And they're looking to reset New York, which could, frankly, they'll try to gerrymander it. Ohio as well. And then, as you see, Republican successes as a lower court in North Carolina that we've been able to redraw. So a lot at play here. And I think they're openly talking about 
essentially stealing six seats. I mean, that's what this is going into 2024. We fought them last cycle. The war room was a big part of that policy, and we're going to have to do it again. And so we're going to the Court of Appeals. We, you know, they brought a case uh, that the process was unconstitutional on the way that the lives were remedied. So essentially, we had the special master in New York due to the fact that the Democrat map got tossed with being gerrymandered. And they're saying the map should go back to the legislator, back to the quote unquote independent redistricting uh, committee to take another stab at it, which is how we got that first gerrymandered map. So these guys are playing hardball. So are we. And it's going to be really interesting how this plays out. But, you know, they're out there hawking that they're going to flip six seats on this. So people really got to pay attention. No, no, no. Remember, uh, before the Alabama situation, we had North Carolina and Ohio. And look, your math and my math, I think back of the envelope between both of them could be six to eight seat pickup for us. And now with the Supreme Court ruling and coupled with Wisconsin losing the Supreme Court there and what they're doing in New York State. Now all four of those are back in play. We could be losing. We could be looking at if we don't get on focus here, like in Florida, when we had to wake up Governor DeSantis and the people around him, that the Tallahassee crowd were cutting deals that were that were just totally unacceptable. Uh, we could we could go from a six to eight seat pickup to a four to six seat loss. Alex, our math. Yeah. And by the way, when you got Mark Elias on something, he's totally evil, but he's smart and he's tough. You know, he's working for Pritzker right now because Pritzker is going to spend a billion dollars competing with Newsom in the Democratic primary. Mark Elias is all when Mark Elias got his hands on something. It's important. People should pay attention. Uh, is my math right? We could go from a six to eight seat pickup in all this to maybe a four to six to eight seat loss, sir. That's right. Uh, that would be correct, Steve. So, you know, it's, it's obviously a very big issue. And what's really sad, Steve, is you look at the lower state court in New York, uh, a Democrat judge made the first ruling on it and the Democrats appealed it, but he ruled with us. I mean, he ruled against Mark Elias and sort of smacked him down, but they are ruthless and they are moving these things along these state courts. And it's so important for the posse to lock in. We need to win these, you know, state courts, North Carolina, which we see the success of making movement there, but obviously Pennsylvania, Ohio, and New York, big issues for us, and it's Wisconsin as well as we move forward, both on election integrity and this, which is also election integrity in a way, because they're able to gerrymander and steal the seats. Alex, we've got a lot more details to give folks, so we don't need you manning the ramparts today, but we're going to get you weaponized on this. Uh, and bar- look, Mark Elias is ruthless. We need to be just as ruthless. The problem, you see, from Kavanaugh to Roberts, it rots the entire Republican Party. It's all patty cake. Right. You got to be as ruthless as your enemy is. Mark these guys are killers. They don't they, they play for keeps and you're fighting for your country. I'm tired of this. All this namby pamby. This decision by the Supreme Court was awful. Absolutely awful. Uh, DeGrasse, how do people get to you on social media? We'll get you back on here. We're going to have maps and all of it. But New York, Wisconsin, North Carolina, Ohio, all in play yep. now. And probably maybe and even the, more because of the Supreme Court decision. Mike D- Davis is going to come on and talk about it also uh, tomorrow and early next week. Uh, where do people go to get you on social media? I'll just say this really quick, Steve. The most important thing, I think, for the posse when you look at New York, GOPbattlegroundfund.com. That's Elisa's initiative for legal ballot harvesting. We're doing what we can to fight back in New York to hold the line. That's GOP Battleground Fund. We've got the maps. We've got the plan. 
The funding is so important. That's a special fund set up to compete against the hundreds of millions of dollars. We're talking about probably $250 million in play on the New York elections. It's going to be the most expensive thing in history. We could have President Trump in the White House, God willing, and the House is going to be a real tight situation. But I'm on social media, DeGrasse 81, at DeGrasse on Getter Truth. Thank you so much, Steve. I'll be around later in the evening. I'll hit up Natalie, get maps, and we'll get going. But thank you, Steve. Great. Thank you, Alex. Remember, and I'm going to have Paul Danzen here in a minute about staffing up for the second term, and particularly on the war against the administrative state. We have to have the House. We have to have the House and the Senate. We did in 16. It's very doable, extremely doable. But we cannot let the establishment Republican Party just kind of sit there and give this away. We're not going to allow it. Um, ben Burkwam, let me go back to you. i got a couple of rants I'm going to do, but I want to make sure we husband our time appropriately. Just to set the stage, there is a dispute over, and remember the Biden's got more cash than, than, than Croesus, right? They've been stealing money from everybody. they got cash all over the place. They have a, uh, a little granddaughter whose mother is, you know, someone who would hang out with, with uh, Hunter Biden. If you want to see what that is, just go to, the, go to uh, the Marco Polo site. We'll put it up. You just go online and check it out. They got all the material. They got all the photos, everything from there. The Bidens have never disputed uh, that, you know, besides the lies they did in the campaign afterwards, they didn't dispute that it's real. Just go check it out. You'll see who, you see who Hunter comports with. Nancy Mace told you, Alonso, uh, Elise Stefanik told you on the, on the SARS reports, when you go over to Treasury and look at this, uh, the suspicious activity, suspicious activity report from a bank to the Treasury Department on a politically exposed person, PEP, they do that because they understand potentially people could be bribed, they could take payments from foreign governments, etc. The thickest file, the thickest file is the file on human sex trafficking with, I guess, Hunter Biden's law firm at the time making payments and Hunter Biden. And if you go read, if you get into the details, it's replete with, with Hunter Biden, his drugs, uh, his sex partners, you know, the, all, all the, the pay for play, and, and then others. But you just go see it yourself. So in this dispute in, in Arkansas, it's some dispute between, you know, money, that child support he would pay, and he's trying to welch on that. Well, the, the young woman in question is taking him to court. The Bidens have a legitimate granddaughter there. It's not her fault. And, and, and Dr. Jill, we'll play it later and saying, oh, she's in there on the on the on the day of desecration of the White House saying it isn't about our children. It's all about our children. What about your granddaughter? What about your grand little granddaughter in, in, in Hunter? You're supporting Hunter and trying to make sure she doesn't have enough money to live and, and, to, and, to, and to live a, a life up to her full capabilities and capacities. Is that is that where the uh, is that where the first mother is? She's the first mother of a family of feral dogs, okay? Let me be blunt. And that's the record. That's the record. Um, Burkwam, can you do, you got a minute, can you do a, a, a quick walk and talk, uh, and we'll come back to you in the next segment? Yeah, so just to give you an idea of this, uh, where we're at here, so if, if I come walking down this building down here, let's keep going this way, we're, we're in the, at the Stevens building, and it's, you know, a massive building. This is the question, though. Again, uh, Biden comes in here. Hunter comes in here trying to hide from uh, cameras, scrutiny. I just found out Daily Mail is here, but they're, they're leaving, too, because the guy's hiding. But this is it. There's nobody out here. Well, we had what well, you know, what gets me, Steve, is we had more media than I've ever seen in my entire life in Miami the other day on 
on President Trump and nobody talking about this when you have the most corrupt family in America, in the White House, selling off America to foreign powers. And, and this is it. I mean, you look down the street here, no other press. It's just us. It's just Real America's Voice News. It's just War Room. Uh, and he goes in slinking into the back of the building to hide from the American people. That's what that's what's going on here. But this is not about Hunter Biden. This is about Joe Biden. This is about the family you mentioned, their seventh granddaughter. This is about the most corrupt family in America. I tell you what, maybe, you know, maybe you ought to ask a hunter, can you set aside money and like put up a little stocking for her when the family puts the, the, the grandchildren's stockings up? Can we get a little stocking for her? Here's what we're going to do. We're just going to expose the Bidens without the Praetorian Guard of the media or the administrative state. Let the American people decide. Let's have an up or down vote on that. Do you want more of this? Do you want it? Get some. Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone, keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Host Stephen K. Bannon. And you have them trying to protect Joe Biden, who has, I believe, committed multiple criminal acts. There's going to come a point where they're going to have to report on it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Chairwoman, for coming on with us. We appreciate it. Okay, uh, the uh, left is absolutely freaking out. Elise Stefanik uh, there talking about the Biden crime syndicate. Uh, and remember, we're going to take it apart brick by brick. Uh, ben Burkholm's going to stay in Little Rock. Uh, Garrett Ziegler and his lawyers are deposing uh, Hunter Biden even as we speak in this situation. I'm going to think going to get to the bottom of a lot of the... They, they know the uses of cash. The uses of cash... You know, in investment banking, you do a sources and uses where you generate cash and where you're going to use it, right? Uh, the uses of cash of, uh, of Hunter well, in Arkansas, they know it's not to go to, to, to support his uh, daughter. That's what the fight's about. It's the sources of cash that we want to get to the bottom of. And remember, the, the cash of his art, that's nothing but a bribe and a payment. The book deal, they're saying now we got us from the book deals. Joe Biden's book sold 300,000 copies. 
I think both books of uh, Dr. Jill Biden, Dr. Jill, uh, sold combined 60,000 copies. I know the book business. We got War Room Books. I can tell you about the book business. Uh, that does not generate, to the writer, a lot of cash. Unless you're paid a big advance from one of these media companies, which is essentially a bribe. We're going to deconstruct all of it. We're going to go to sources and uses of the Biden, of the feral dog Biden crime families. Sources and uses. We're going to get to all of it. Just like we did the Clintons. This is kind of fun. I enjoyed this, right? This is, this is not hard. Didn't want to do it, but hey, the times require it. Now, as we t- talked about with Alex DeGrasse a second ago, the situation in the House and the situation in the House in 2024 and what they're trying to do with these maps. They're trying to steal this already with Mark Elias without even having to cast a vote. Actually, without even having to steal an election like they always do. Uh, they're trying to do it on these maps. And these maps, just like in Florida and in Tennessee and in Missouri, in the last cycle are going to be a huge deal or we get to the bottom of that. But as we talk about this war against the Administrative State, and you saw from the our opening um, cold open, the New York Times article yesterday, which we said, you know, watch out. This is going to be they're now starting to do real reporting on this. And they and they highlighted our own um, Russ vote and uh, and Jeff Clark in, in what's going on. It's it's actually there's actually more and more work. People are going to be prepared when 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 Trump takes the oath on the 20th of January in 2025. You've got to be planning that now. You've got to be working on those things now. You've got to be looking at the policies now. You've got to be looking at the personnel now. So when you hit the beach, just like in Normandy, boom, you can pierce, get a beachhead and then start to take over these uh, this apparatus and start to deconstruct it. So they're just like when people hit Normandy, remember, that was the tip of a spear and that honor and valor and, and the sacrifice. It was all backed up by years of preparation and years of industrial logic and years of people planning and getting ready and, and making sure. And then to the Battle of Normandy, as we told you, the battle went for, what, 60-plus days. They never thought of that. It went all the way into August, right? But that also did huge planning. And some of the planning was good. Some of the planning was not. Where there are people today that you understand behind the scenes, there's a lot of time and effort and great people that are organizing this, organizing not just victory, but that we have the muzzle velocity. You have to have boom. You you have to be able to, you know, you've got a blunt force instrument like Donald J. Trump, and he is a blunt force instrument. That's why he's the only one that can take on the deep state, the administrative state. But that blunt force object is like the piercing Bangalore torpedoes at the seawall in Normandy on December, on 6th, uh, June, 1944. You then have to have the folks in back of you that can go up through that breach. When you breach that wall, who can go up in back of it? And who can actually take out the guns on the heights uh, of Omaha Beach? Paul Dans is one of the people, one of the key people working on this. Paul, thank you very much. And I want to make sure, I want to start off, uh, because this is the first of many, many appearances you'll make, but I want to talk about your background, your understanding of the Trump movement, your, your understanding of President Trump, your work in the White House, et cetera. So give us just your curriculum vitae. Yeah, sure. And Steve, I'd say it's an honor to be with you uh, today. I, I'm kind of confused whether I'm listening to you in my car or I'm actually here talking to you. But um, I <laughs> let me just say to the posse, the, the posse has landed at Heritage. And, um, 
you know, I, I really respect what, what your program does. We, I've been a devotee since 2020. You know, to back up... Um, but but hang player. on, let me just say something. Yes, I, Kev, what, Kev, what, Kev, what, Kevin, what Kevin Roberts and the team over there have done, Mike Cal, we've had a ton, the people over the, the, at, the, at the balanced budget, what Kevin Roberts has done is nothing short of historic and a half. Tucker at that really historic uh, event, I think it was at the Kennedy Center, where Tucker gave the, the speech on the night uh, that, the, that they made a final decision to fire him, that great historic speech about his journey, about Tucker's journey kind of from a, a bow tie wearing, you know, t- typical conservative in town to where he is today, uh, Kevin Roberts. And what you guys have done at Heritage already is, is nothing short of extraordinary. But, but go ahead, sir. Yeah, no, it, I, I really, you know, we credit this to, to Dr. Roberts. He brought me in in April. I started playing the war room in May. Um, we learned the word based and it's been spreading around the building. Um, but we're really taking over and infusing America first throughout the whole movement. And critically, what, you know, what we've been able to do with Heritage is really use this mothership and, and unite the entire movement. We are going to systematically organize and prepare, like you're saying, for the D-Day invasion, January 20th, 2025. Uh, you asked me about myself personally. I, like I was saying, I was, I'm, you know, when, I'm a true-blooded deplorable um, you know, my parents, uh, when you're talking about Normandy, those were my uncles who landed there and, and dropped behind enemy lines. They were French Canadians. Uh, their first language was French. They grew up in Rhode Island, born and bred, but they dropped behind the lines. So that, you know, we're really at a moment here where we have to look back and see what burns the fire in your belly. And it's the devotion of people like that in my family. You know, my father, his family were, grew up in the Coldwater Flat. Lower East Side, his, his uh, dad was a merchant marine. Most perilous convoys, uh, Murmansk run. Uh, we just got his medal last week. So um, there's an extraordinary history in my family which drives me to do this. Um, because those guys um, went and fought, they gave me a bill. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I went on to MIT, undergrad, graduate, uh, University of Virginia School of Law, and um, you know, I went to I went to work always with these values, but up in New York City and and really slugged it out at the big white shoe law firms there. You know, you, you, you get a training unlike any other. Um, but it's unfortunately like every big institution, it's been marched through by the left. Uh, the, the end result was I, I got very involved in a case called Chevron Ecuador. Um, I am for better. You know, I've been called the genius behind that or you know, someone who deserves to be in the litigation hall of fame by American lawyer. But I conceived the idea to get these documentary outtakes um, in that case, which really exposed this massive fraud. And guess who the fraud was being perpetrated by? That was uh, Steve Donzinger, who was Obama's basketball buddy from Harvard Law School. So what we're really dealing with here in in the U.S. government is the same ilk of people. These are ends justify the means progressives. They, they're extremely smart. They're extremely prepared. And, and we need a new culture. We need this war room audience to come to work in Washington. It's the only way it's going to happen. I, I managed to get my foot in the door. Uh, you know, like I was saying, my family's in New York experience. We built that town um, and uh, blue collar types, uh, Queens hard hat Republicans. Um, but trying to get, you know, trying to get my foot in the door, not, I was down in Moon Township, Pennsylvania. 
you know, two days before the election, when when it all looked like the hope was gone and the president came in there and really gave this rallying cry, like there will be victory in the morning. And if you were there, it was just it was almost like the the end of a of a scene at the opera. Um, what what we're doing here, though, is getting people like myself. I've 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 dedicated myself to bring others into this fold. We need to flood the zone with really uh, special operators who are going to be trained up and ready to go day one. That's what Project 2025 is. And what my hope today is to really interest the listener to say, I can do this. What am I going to be doing in 17 months? Am I going to be walking in that door and saying, uh, we're in charge here? Walk me through uh, your relationship with Johnny and, and already with Trump's uh, Office of Personnel Management, because that was a big issue at the beginning. And then Johnny got brought in to sort it out. And he's sure, part I, of your he's part of your organization. Absolutely. You know, John McEntee is is really the paragon of getting personnel right. And I was like I was saying, I was, uh, you know, fully credentialed, you know, top, top, top flight law firm practice and had been behind the president. Actually, you know, I'm. I date myself, but I, my one beef with Trump was that he didn't run in 2012. Um, that I got over it, obviously. <laughs> uh, but, you know, back in T, I had a devil of a time getting in this place, notwithstanding all, all the background. I was in New York, you know, but, you know, I didn't have really Washington connections. And um, ultimately, I got in by midsummer 2018, went to work with a guy named James Bacon. The listeners may recognize James Bacon because he was on your show yesterday and he was talking to um, Natalie Coho, uh, Natalie, um, and really going over the administrative state. The, the good news was we got yes. in the HUD and I learned uh, like really the dimensions of working in an agency. And it's it's really over empowering. The, the, we are up against so much. Um, there's there's 2.2 million federal workers and the president can uh, a point four thousand, and the president, up until when McEntee walked in, had not effectively been able to even get his troops on the field. Um, of those four thousand, I don't think they'd even filled two thousand of them. So, and then I got into HUD, and I, and I got a friend took me aside and he closed the door and he said, and he started pointing to the various politicals who I figured were on my side, who were totally bought into the agenda and America First, and he's like, communists. You know, and it was like, whoa, whoa, like how many of us are there here who are actually going to do this? And, you know, we, we managed to, to meddle our way through there. Dr. Carson is an extraordinary leader, um, but he deserved to have even more people behind him. Um, luckily, you know, I was kind of giving up hope there in 2000. Um, at the end of 2019, we had, I was really working with L.A. homelessness. I'll tell you about that on, on a different time. But. Um, you know, word came that he put McEntee on in at PPO, and James, um, my my friend, went right to work underneath McEntee, and they sent me to what's called the uh, OPM, which is the Office of Personnel Management. Uh, that is, I would tell everyone, that's the central processing unit of the deep state. That is the HR function of the entire U.S. government. The reason why the deep state works is because all the hardwiring, the personnel laws, the, the security that these folks get, the ability to work independently is, is built out of that organization. And you know, 
there's a, a critical understanding of, of it. And up until really when I marched in that place, it had been let alone, um, which I, you know, I found extraordinary because I was out there at the rallies. I'm like, drain the swamp. There's obviously going to be thousands of people working on this, much more steeped in Washington than myself. Yeah. And uh, I got hang, there. And, Paul, Paul yes. hang on for one second. Yeah. Hang on for one second. We'll take a short break. We're going to bring you back after the break. Paul Dans from the uh, Project 2025. Uh, this is about hitting the beach with the right people, the trained people, America first, and MAGA. Just like in World War II, we're looking for volunteers. Short break, Paul Dans from Heritage. Back in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. From, from the beginning, but... Questions swirl around President Biden's handling of classified documents. Found in President Biden's garage. Multiple classified documents. You and the former president are both now under investigation by the Justice Department. But they didn't indict Biden. Instead, Biden's DOJ went after Trump. Anything to block him from becoming president again. Stand with President Trump against Biden's corruption. Make America Great Again Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. 
Okay, Ben Burkwam is getting uh, harassed on the scene. We'll go back to Ben in a second. Um, Paul Dans uh, is at Heritage Project 2025. This is Dr. Kevin Roberts is is reorienting this uh, that revered institution to be more MAGA America first. Um, and it's a transition that's a work in progress, right? But you got guys like Johnny McEntee and, and Paul Dans who are as good as they get. Also, you know, Sharab Sharma. And you saw Natalie do the show last night, and the young people she's bringing in, Captain Bannon and Natalie were down at Charlie Kirk's, uh, the women's young women's conference. There's a whole new generation. I want this particularly for some of the older audience, some of the boomers. There, there's, 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 we've got to nurture this wave that's in back of us, right? And we've got it. And it's rising. It's smart. It's tough. It's gone to some of the best schools in the country. You know, Paul went to MIT. Uh, unfortunately, he went to UVA Law School after that, but we'll forgive him. Um, the, um, and you got Natalie. You got, these people are superstars. They're superstars, and they're killers, and that's what we have to nurture. The war against the administrative state is not going to be any just one, uh, you know, like the old Napoleon and Robert E. Lee to get the, you know, the one battle that's going to win and, and destroy the enemy, and it's all going to be over after that. It's not. This is something that's deep and it's powerful. It controls the most powerful nation in the history of the earth. It's got a business model where they got a Federal Reserve that just continues to print money to fund uh, their apparatus. You have a feckless, hapless Republican establishment that won't fight back. You saw that in the debt ceiling. So it's you. It's you. It's this audience uh, coupled with these amazing young people. And, uh, and we're winning. I understand. You sit there and go, how can you say we're winning? Where well, we are winning. And we're winning because you see, with all their power and all their control in the apparatus, how frantic they are. How frantic. Right now, down, you know, we got Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice down there, and they're trying to chase him away from getting any pictures of the Secret Service, the Praetorian Guard down there on the Biden family. Uh, Paul Dan's, um, and by the way, the Mur- Murmansk Run, great Humphrey Bogart film from, I think, 42 or 43, Action in the North Atlantic. Of all the danger in the Pacific fleet, uh, the, the war in the Pacific against the Japanese, everything around uh, the convoys going to the United Kingdom, you're, you're from America uh, with the Wolf Pack and all that. The most dangerous run of all was up to, uh, to, to rearm the Russians on that Murmansk run because that was just a shooting gallery up there in the what they call the Greenland-Iceland-UK gap, the Gaia gap, and uh, incredible. The merchant marines were absolutely... Incredible. My one of my uncles was uh, was a merchant marine. He didn't do the Murmansk run. He was down in the Mediterranean for the invasion of Sicily in Anzio. Um, but the merchant marines were just incredible, incredible, and the casualty rates were enormous. Uh, Paul, the, the, it, it's, people call it the deep state, and that's kind of the terminology. I keep saying it's not a deep state. It's up in your grill, and you saw this during an OPM. And talk, just give the audience about how the administrative state functions and how literally they have a feeding system from the best law schools, the best business schools, the, the not-for-profits, and you see them in the government, then they go back to these not-for-profits when they're out of government, which they're really not, because as Natalie Winters' investigative reporting shows, it's all kind of of a piece. Paul Dance. Sure. The, the first thing, as I was saying, you have to recognize the numbers game that we're against. The, the federal workforce, full-time employees, is on the order of 2.2 million. A president comes in there and, and typically appoints 4,000. So that's an incredible ratio of one to four. You also can overlay the 16 million 
federal contractors that stand behind that. So as far as a management thing, and I'll give a shout out to Harvard, that revered institution of, of yours, um, you know, that's a management issue. How can, how can you take control of this? Um, the, the Democrats, they think about government every day. They're in and out. They have holding areas for when they're out of power and, and, they, and they bring in their corporate interest and the like. So what are they doing in, in the federal government? First, the left marched through and took these, these career jobs that are you know, on the order of 98% of it. Um, two, though, you know, the, the ethos of the place is essentially, um, you know, this place runs itself. You're a political appointee, just kind of stand by, give us a little top-down correction and go to your cocktail parties. Um, they would just assume you sit off in a room. And unfortunately, a lot of political appointees get in there and they're like, oh, this is great. I'll, I'll embellish my resume. I'll get to that corner office. I'll get to that bigger investment bank. And you know what? I'm going to rely on this great staff of civil servants below me who are actually leftists who kind of came in with their own agendas. But that said, you know, the, the point is that the entire framework of the thing from um, the little control that was given to the politicals, to the vast grouping of careers, it is already turning it on its face. Like, you got to back up to the original conception of the federal government. All the executive powers are vested in the president, and they devolve from him. You know, he, he alone is the officer in charge of executing the law and managing this. So, you know, the, we fundamentally have to get political control of the bureaucracy. And I would say, you know, to that end, that's what Project 2025 is. Like you said, it, we are systematically mapping this out. We have some of the biggest, you know, names in the conservative movement, brains at work. Russ Vote is working alongside us, working on an entire uh, regulatory scheme of, of drafting new regulations and EOs so they'll be ready. We got John McEntee. Like I said, he's the paragon of getting it right when it comes to um, personnel. He's working with us. And, and it's going to be a D-Day invasion plan, but it's only going to work when people like the War Room listener steps up. And you may, it may not be you, it may be your sister, it might be your, gran, your grandson, whoever the case yeah. is, you've got to get to Washington and flood the zone with us. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you through the break. We have Paul Dans from uh, the Heritage Project 2025. We've also got Derek Harvey. I've got Rebecca Koffler, Dave Bratt. We're going to get into economics, capital markets, the Ukraine war, the sellout of the venture capital and finance community of the United States. All of it strapped in for hour two on a Friday in June of the world. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. 
Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. <laughs> 